It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to The World in 10, your daily roundup of the biggest stories from around the world told with the analysis and expertise of the Times of London. I'm Stuart Willey. And I'm Laura Cook. Today, the extraordinary news of a rebellion against the Russian military by the Wagner Private Military Group. Could these mercenaries start a civil war? Also, a legendary jockey retires. Or does he? By any measure, it's been a mad 24 hours in Russia. We'll try to give you the latest update that we can in this breaking news story. Late on Friday night, the leader of the Wagner private military group took to social media, angry that one of his bases in occupied Ukrainian territory had been hit by Russian military rockets. Yes, he's Yevgeny Prigozhin, the boss of the notorious paramilitary group. He's been in a war of words with the Russian military leadership on and off for months now, as his fighters work alongside Russian soldiers in Ukraine. But that war of words has now turned into something much more serious. He's called for a rebellion against the army, but he denies it amounts to a coup. The Times senior foreign correspondent Anthony Lloyd gives us an overview now of the last 24 hours. Prigozhin, the head of the Wagner Group, who's been increasingly erratic in his own information campaign and his denouncement of the Russian Minister of Defence, Sergei Shoigu, um, yesterday made a series of announcements. First of all, he said that the original reasons for the war, for the invasion of Ukraine, uh, had been given falsely to the Russian people. Then he said that his forces had been attacked by Russian military forces under Shoigu, the Minister of Defence, with a missile and rocket attack. He then marched last night or took with columns his forces, many of them from Ukraine, into the Russian city of, of Rostov-on-Don in the southeast of Russia, which is a main logistics hub and command hub for the Russian operation in Ukraine. Prigozhin says it's not a coup. He hasn't criticised Putin, but he clearly wants Vitaly Gerasimov, the chief general staff, and Sergei Shoigu to not only stand down. I mean, he wants them, them tried for, for, for crimes against soldiers and corruption and the wasting of Russian lives in Ukraine. There's not a sense that he wants to end the war. This is a, a guy, Prigozhin, who's called the war in Ukraine a holy war, but this is clearly a move to take over the Ministry of Defence structures within Russia. 
Now, British defence sources say this is the most significant challenge to the Russian state in decades. The reports of ordinary Russian soldiers laying down their weapons as the Wagner fighters arrived. We currently don't know where President Putin is. There are reports on social media that two of his private jets took off from Moscow, but then disappeared from radar. But at 10am Saturday morning, he went on television for an emergency broadcast, accusing Wagner of a stab in the back, making no attempt to play down the severity of that threat. We won't let it happen again. We will protect our people and our statehood from any threats, including treason from the inside. What we are facing now is treason. Now, this is all really important because Putin and Russia have come to depend on Wagner as the regular army fighting in Ukraine becomes demoralised and bogged down. There have been grisly accusations of war crimes against Wagner, both in Ukraine and other places that they operate, like Africa. With Prigozhin in Rostov, Anthony Lloyd tells us how serious this threat currently is. Well, you've got to remember that Moscow, I think, is about 680 miles away from Rostov. Now, that's a long way. Mm. Now, one of the key things is how much support is he going to get within the Russian military? Not within Wagner, his own guys seem loyal to him, but within the Russian military itself. How many people are going to support him? So far, many Russian generals have queued up to criticize Prigozhin. But it's interesting, looking at one of his allies, General Sirovikin, yesterday, who, who yesterday evening came out on video and denounced Prigozhin. It's very odd. Sorovkin was sitting at a kind of plain wooden table against a white backdrop, looking quite disheveled. He wasn't, as you would have expected, in his kind of commander's uniform, looking arrogant and making bold statements. Uh, he looked rather browbeaten. It's not inconceivable. He could have been forced to make that statement. This is a wild card in their favour. No one's sure how this is going to play out, but for sure it's going to confuse the command and coordination of the Russian military and be a big setback in the short term for the Russians. The hedge fund boss Bill Browder has been a long-time watcher of Mr Putin and Russia. He told us this could be the biggest ever test of Mr Putin's authority. He's laid down the gauntlet. You know, that this is, there's, there's no negotiation. It's, uh, it's either Putin or Prigozhin. And, um, and the, the next hours and days will determine whether Prigozhin and can create the momentum with his um, 25,000 troops, whether, whether the Russian military will lay down their arms, um, whether uh, they will uh, successfully kill Prigozhin. Um, all, all that will be determined in the coming hours and days, and, and that will determine the future of Russia. Now, with this breaking news story, the developments will continue over the coming hours and days. So go to the Times website to find out the latest. You can also find out a lot more about the man who built the Wagner Group. There's a great read tracking his start from Kremlin chef to leader of the world's most feared private military company. He's recruited vicious criminals from prison, overthrown governments and now seems to relish life in the spotlight. In Australia, an unidentified Russian man is squatting, living in a hut on a scrubby bit of land within view of the country's parliament in Canberra. Local newspapers say he likes loungewear and cigarettes and has been getting takeaway food deliveries. Sounds like most of us on a Saturday night, Stuart. <laughs> now, none of this would usually be remarkable, but it turns out the man is a Russian diplomat. 
And it's also pretty cold in Australia's capital right now with freezing temperatures at night. Authorities last week blocked the building of a new Russian embassy on that land. Intelligence agencies saying the site is just too close to the parliament and the US embassy. Now, Russia, though, reckons it bought the land fairly. It's going to court to make sure it can build there. Police are watching, but say they can't arrest the man because of diplomatic immunity. The Australian Prime Minister, though, has poked fun at the man, saying he isn't a threat. The national security threat that was represented by a Russian embassy on site are not the same as some bloke standing on a blade of grass on the site that we don't see really as a threat to our national security. Now, this all comes as Australia and Russia swap sanctions over the war in Ukraine with tit-for-tat expulsions of diplomats and the exposure of a big spy ring in Australia. The Kremlin says this is all just Russophobic hysteria and part of a deliberate destruction of relations. So, as we record this podcast today, Frankie de Tori rides his last race. The 5.35 at Royal Ascot aboard Knockbrex. Or is it? The big question now, after a week of success, is can he really walk away? In today's Times, Bruss Scott writes how he may be 52, but the thrill of victory might just be too much for the Italian legend to give up. Here's how he was summing up his emotions ahead of this week. My heart doesn't want to stop, but my brain tells me that, you know, if I'm going to, you know, then I'm, I'm, I'm 52 and I'll, if I like to finish on the top, I think this is the right time. On Thursday, the legendary jockey was presented with a special prize for winning 80 races at Royal Ascot. On the Irish filly, Porta Fortuna, trained by Aidan O'Brien's younger son, Donica, De Tori said, I've fulfilled my dream. So whether he'll be able to go through with leaving us remains the biggest question. Now, meeting celebrities has become big business in recent years, and it can be expensive. Hundreds of thousands of dollars to meet an A-list actor or a big sporting legend, down to just a couple of thousand for someone like Lady Gaga. Now, if your budget doesn't quite stretch that far, on our next episode, you can find out how to get up close and personal, including with this lady. When I'm in theatres and, you know, ev- the seats are full and I am, I say to everybody, right, I want you to turn to the person to your left or to your right and I want you to give them a little cuddle. And I want you to tell them that you love them because I will always love you. And then I sing the song and everybody turns around. It's like church. Everybody turns around and they hug their family and friends. And some people are crying. And then I'll sing the song and then I I have a standing ovation. Now, that wasn't actually Dolly Parton. Instead, it's Kelly O'Brien from the English town of Tring in Hertfordshire. Personally, I was convinced. (laughs) Now, meet Britain's professional tribute acts on the next World in 10. Click follow or subscribe to make sure you don't miss out. That's all from us for now. See you tomorrow.